0: blend in the romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial Tobacco, talent, time, Roma Craft Tobacco.
1: The after show, the The after show, show. the after show. show. And after all those questions, I have a question for you, Mr. Jonathan. What is the after show about today?
0: Uh, The after show today is the fallout from Dave's greatest interview. The fallout. Not everybody was a fan. All right. That
1: shocks the hell out of me uh my mother doesn't listen to the after show because she only watches it on the youtubes so she won't care this so it won't kill her it's going to kill me but it's not going to kill her
0: <laughs> i don't think she cares no no so i'm going to start off with uh what i like to start off with which is the negative and then we'll will end on a positive note. Oh,
2: I like it. Can't you do a shit sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> the shit sandwich
1: is you say something but nice, this then
0: still you is, say... This still is a shit sandwich, I just open-faced. <laughs> open-faced shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, the podcasts as of late. Steve. Love the show, but have to say the topics of your last few shows are seriously lacking. Hmm. What's happening over there? Offensive cigar names? Wokeness in the industry? Are we really cigar media? Dave's mom? Let's try a little harder and get back to the quality topics I know you gentlemen are capable of, please. Signed, Steve.
3: Wow.
1: It's true. Those were the last episodes.
0: (laughs) But notice,
3: he he doesn't throw any suggestions. He just poo-poos on it.
0: Like you're doing about his email. He
3: doesn't give one suggestive...
1: Yeah, Perfect. and I want to remind everybody, the cigar authority is now in its thirteenth year. And not only do we do the cigar authority, yeah. we do the after show, we do me we do all kinds of stuff. These are rolled up tobacco leaves. How much can we possibly? I, I'm running out of material. We're go certainly back.
0: running out of new material. We, yes. we may have to flush some old.
1: We
3: could go back out. to the archives before John. Then you know he quit and came back, and yes. I wasn't here, and take some of those old titles and do it with the new cast. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. They'll be better.
3: Yeah,
1: it'll be better anyway. Yeah, yes, all right. That that's uh fair game. We do have uh some cigar um stuff coming, like next week with dissecting a cigar. Nice. Um we did it years and years ago and bringing that back. and, uh, and you
0: love doing that. Yes. You, I mean some- you actually love this shit.
1: I love this <laughs> shit. He loves this shit. I I do.
2: Well, he, yeah, sometimes I'll just go to in your office, and you got piles of tobacco. You seem to have the cleanup down to a science, Yeah, too. You pull the barrel to the edge, sweep it all in, That's and you You watch
1: it. I do oh, have yeah. a method to it, <laughs> but I do it all the time. Uh, I do it in front of the manufacturer. They hate it. I end up destroying a cigar. Uh, you'll hear about it next week of what I do and why I do it. But um, that, that, that'll be interesting. We do that show with Oak Barry. There's no Barry. Um, We have, uh, following that, cigar smoking etiquette. We're taking that a little bit from the after show where we did it for today, for Memorial Day weekend, Mm -hmm. and doing it for total etiquette, not just for a barbecue, but total. The number
0: of times that I've heard people say directly to me, what a cheapskate Barry is for buying a bundle for his party.
3: You know how many people added a bundle to their orders this week?
0: <laughs> ah, because they did it.
3: Yes. Sorry, I'm not sharing a, a twenty dollars cigar with somebody taking three puffs and putting it down. I get you. And we have Nelson Alfonso coming
1: in from. He Slack has no problem America.
0: sharing ash with the carpet that he's not going to clean later. Yeah, he does that? Yeah. That's why we have Leo. He <laughs> just
3: cleaned. A, a cleaning man. He just cleaned. Yeah. Did, did you see
1: there? I didn't do that. No. That, that was, it was there. That I'll
0: send him a. I'll send him a photo P- of it.
1: Please don't. He's ready. He's <laughs> ready to leave. It looks like. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm looking at the recap to see if he's got any. Um, any things to because you know we plan these things way way in advance yep. of where they are, um, but we have some cigar content coming up, so the, that's the good news. Um, but sprinkled in is some. Uh,
2: Goofy stuff. I got to say, though, it doesn't seem to be as many guests. I mean, obviously, there weren't for the pandemic. Yeah. But it used to be everybody would make a beeline for here for the summertime. Right. We're, I, it doesn't look like there's as many this time.
1: No. Um, and honestly, I don't think those are our best shows, interview no, shows. People
2: don't tend to like them as much.
1: And... We don't get as many listeners for those shows. You, you think that the the name on there is going to drive the listener. Believe it or not, we're driving the listener. And when it comes to, what's his name, Steve? Steve. Um, the early on numbers of last week's show was Huge. Huge. We're we're seven days into it, and mm-hmm. it's probably fifty percent more than an average show. And I never said who the person was that I was interviewing. Right. So maybe well, that's you part put of a it. picture
0: of yourself in drag on the thing. I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not me. That it was it's Mrs. <laughs> Delphire.
2: <laughs>
1: it might have been. I don't know who that was. Uh, all right. So point taken. Uh, I it's not it's not beaten up on my mind.
2: I think Barry's got a point too. Sometimes it's not helpful just saying I don't like what you're doing. Yes, just
0: throw something out. Yeah, the more positive, it might stick. The following message was submitted uh, from Australia.
2: Australia uh,
0: through the contact dust page. Taken a long time to it get did. here. It did. Yeah, it was uh, very untimely. Yeah, it went through the IP addresses backwards, like the <laughs> toilets. <laughs> uh, long time listener, first time caller, and I love the podcast. I work in the pilbara region of western australia where they mine ore Uh, It's the ore mining capital of the world in fact okay i drive thousands of kilometers which is what is that like a hundred feet
2: yeah something Uh, like that. a day
0: from mine site to mine site and listen to you guys making the drive so much better just wanted to write in to remind you guys that you do a great job it's like listening to mates talk shit and i look forward to it each week I even got up at midnight the other day to watch an episode live and smoke along with you all. Wow, It was dude, very gotta, worth it.
1: They got to get up at midnight. Twelve yeah. hours difference. Wow.
0: The personal story of Dave and his father on last week's episode was awesome and made me think of ideas of how I can create that relationship with my son in the future. Then listening to his mum was bloody magic. Which Not is
1: good. Th- bloody magic. Is this good, is the, right.
0: This is this almost got him onto the big show right here. This this sign off line. Enough ass-licking for now. <laughs> Keep up the great work, fellas. <laughs> they, they talk a little different there in the Australias. Yeah. Bloody is a good thing. If you mention oh, yeah.
3: tossing somebody salad, Jonathan's all over it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's a good one. That's not bad. No, nope, no, nope, not bad. Uh, following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Manuel writes. Manuel. Uh, M-A-N-U-E-L. Manuel. My brother's name's Samuel. Yeah, it's, Same exact ending. It would generally be Manuel. If... Yeah,
3: it's not a direction book. Manuel. <laughs> Manuel.
2: <laughs>
0: I looked in the Manuel.
2: <laughs>
0: Manuel. Manuel writes, Angela Garofalo, a star is born. Mr. Jonathan, Dave's mother, must, in capital letters, appear on the Cigar Authority annually. I think Mother's Day weekend at least every year, On camera, sitting in, or sitting in the front row in the studio with a mic, or recorded, maybe interviewed by you, meaning me, it would be great. I finished off my bottle of Lemoncello listening to her because I guessed she was the interview Dave sought. It It was a great show. Wow. That's a good way to go with the Lemoncello. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, mine didn't make it home past like 20 minutes getting home that night.
2: A lot of people just drank it as soon as they got it. Yeah. It was a big bottle, too. Yeah. Jonathan's very learned. Am I? I thought that's what Mrs. G said.
0: You're learned. She did say that. Yeah.
2: Uh, That's really not coming from me. Don't worry. Well, I just
0: (laughs) thought maybe you'd hit your head on the way in.
1: So I'll give you a little recap of her thoughts of the interview, because I told you I'm going to go there and say, because she gives me a recap of our show each week. And I go, so what'd you think? And she stood up and she said, I think it was okay. I am embarrassed of myself how much I swore during it, Ooh. especially towards the very end.
2: I think people liked it. Totally. Really? Yeah. She
1: said, I couldn't believe how much. It, that's how she talks. But it was yeah. to hear yourself. Yeah. yeah. End up saying, she goes, wow, I got to clean that up. I got to start Got to clean that, that shit up. After 91 years, I'm yeah. going to start cleaning that no, up.
3: No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> we start listening, but don't.
1: Yeah. Uh But she said, all in all, it was okay. I should have talked about this. I should have mentioned this guy. Ah, second interview. So my Uncle Robert, uh, yesterday was her birthday, and my Uncle Robert uh, checks in on me because he's calling her and she's not answering the phone because she can't hear it ring. (laughs) And I said, okay, I'll tell her you're calling. And um, after he talks to her, he said, oh, I had a great talk. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. And um, I said, oh, here, here's a link. This is uh, texting. Here's a link to um, a show I interviewed her. I sent him the YouTube thing so he could Mm -hmm. just click it and be able to get on it. I said, uh, only because she mentions you in this, that how your name came about. Mm -hmm. My Uncle Robin, right? She didn't seem to know if he knew that. Correct. So I said, let me send it to you. And see what you think. And this is her brother his whole life. Mm-hmm. His, her sister his whole life. He loved it. He loved oh. it. And he said, that's her. Boy, <laughs> that's good that you got that down. And James can hear that years from mm-hmm. now. Um, well,
2: when he's old enough for all the cussing, right, right, yeah. I mean, if you want, we can go in and edit it just easily he,
3: he's growing up in an Italian household. <laughs> he'll be used to the cussing by five
1: yeah. well, I'm sure
2: he's already loud
1: he ha- he's loud, <laughs> and I wonder if you know they supposedly repeat. Words and stuff. As this comes, he hasn't said a word yet. Blah, blah, blah is what he's saying. But when he starts saying words, I wonder if it's going to be, hey, (laughs) "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) It
2: it might be a a friend of mine had his three-year-old in, and they put the blood pressure cuff on started pumping it up. And the little kid just says, oh, shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a word that's said in our household, too. So good. Good.
0: More? Oh yeah, uh, Ed Sullivan. How would I pronounce the name L E E, Lee? Thanks, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Lee writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. So Which is,
1: I, well, I thought you were going because that was my mother's name. That's my mother's <laughs> name, Lee, Lena, Angie, Angela, uh-huh. Angelina,
0: Lee, no, Angelina. No, this is just no. Lee. Lee, Lee writes in. Uh, I laughed. I cried. Hello, fellow cigar lovers. I'm typing this as I watch the Cigar Authority vodcast with David, and he puts David in quotes. I don't know why. Interviewing his mother. I sit laughing and crying at the same time. Dave's mother reminds me of my mother who passed away in October.
1: Ah. Sorry for your loss. Mm -hmm.
0: My mother was born in Brooklyn and met my father when they both skated in roller derby.
1: Wow. (laughs) There's a story. (laughs)
0: My mother could make a sailor blush with her colorful language. She was blunt as a baseball bat and talked at a volume of 11. Our family is as tight as Dave's with family gatherings at holidays and birthdays involving several generations and extended family. Yet I find that the family unit of the past is hard to keep together the same way today. Dave is blessed to still have her with him. I'm not sure if she will continue to let him record interviews with her anymore, but I would love to hear more. Once they are gone, their history and stories are gone forever unless you record them and pass them on to later generations. I've been a Cigar Authority Care Package member, but have fallen off of smoking with you during the vodcast, so I'm glad I decided to light up the family legacy Garofalo Maduro and smoke with you this episode. Keep up the great content. Signed, Lee. P.S. Look up Hot Dog Burnt Ends for your barbecue episode. I'm sure everyone but Mr. Jonathan will love them.
1: Hot Dog Burnt Ends is going on my list because... uh,
2: You're going to serve that at an event,
3: maybe?
1: Well, I'll I'll certainly be having hot dogs this weekend, I'm sure. (laughs) Hot Dog Burnt Ends. What could it possibly be?
3: By the way, speaking of barbecue, <laughs> speaking of barbecues, it's
0: hot dogs with
1: sugar <laughs> on <laughs> it.
3: Before I get heated up, to accused of not giving Jonathan an invite next Saturday afternoon after the show, you three are cordially invited to my house. Really? Because mm-hmm. the Nashua crew is coming by for a little barbecue.
2: Oh, nice!
3: So what's okay.
1: after hours? Is that means six o'clock. Well, or I'm telling three every o'clock.
3: I'm telling everybody to show up at two, so you're more than welcome to come after the show. And Jonathan, shoot a text. If we're still hanging, you're definitely more than welcome. So it's not an invite. I might not invite. just to
1: piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, not it's an
0: invite fault. at all. It'll be over by it's, the time I get out to work. It's not my fault.
3: You have to work.
1: <laughs> you can show up <laughs> late like Barry does, showing up at your thing. After everybody's eating and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm.
3: Have a drink and a cigar.
0: That's Sullivan, Dave and Ed, I'll send you my address. I would like to discuss one of the top tens of feats of strength by humans. If I may. It's time. For incredible feats of strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision. The strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have the top 10 most impressive feats of strength done by humans. And we're on number seven. Dude's got an interesting last name. Poundstone. That's well, his name. So Derek Paula, 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 Poundstone. Paula, that's who I thought of. Medium. Brother yeah. of Paula. Poundstone yeah. has been a record-setting strongman competitor for years. The 33-year-old deadlifted a truck in 2009 at an America's Strongest Man competition where he would be named the champion. He did 18 reps with a truck. What kind of truck? It doesn't say.
2: Well,
3: Dead lifted yeah I mean the type of truck matters I mean if it's a tonka truck big whoops
0: <laughs> dead lift I've seen these types of competitions typically when they're doing pulling it's a Mac type truck and when they're doing lifting it's a Toyota Tacoma style mm. truck small pickup and they'll set it up so that the entire truck is being lifted on a pivot so they'll have a couple of handles to lift. Mm-hmm so that the, the entire weight of the truck is on the handles, but they've got a, a leverage advantage. Poundstone.
2: Pound.
1: Yeah, he says, what am I going to do for a living? I thought he would do something with stones. Yeah, like you would think he'd stones. be a mason. A
2: mason, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, his great-great-great-great-grandfather was a mason, right? And they I called him Poundstone. So like Fish Cake and all the different people. My, <laughs> mo- my mother, Those the names st- were great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there was a whole bunch of them after yeah. the fact. She forgot about some. Yes, I should have mentioned so and so. And even my uncle said, what about uh, this guy and this guy? <laughs> you know, it's funny, funny, true.
0: Uh, Brian writes to the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. This can be the last one if you want, or I got a couple more. Uh, hey, guys, just finished listening to Dave's, or should I say Davies? Uh, podcast we were interviewed as <laughs> ma great show informative funny and maybe one day we can get dave to release some of those cutout edits in a behind the scenes <laughs> version of the interview no, just thinking forever. out loud
1: those are gone forever
0: the part i'm writing about is with dave's mother using chicken feed bags yeah. which made me smile i've heard about this and thought that you thought you all would maybe like to hear more about this history Household goods used to be originally shipped in wooden barrels before it became more cost-effective to use fabric bags. Sometime at the turn of the century. During the early Depression years, women did start to use fabric bags to make clothes, and one company, Gingham Flower Girl, actually started using dress-quality fabric as a marketing tool. That's where Gingham style
3: comes from, by the way.
0: (laughs) This actually wasn't only during the Depression. The practice continued through the mid-20s to World War II and even beyond. By the end of the 1920s, companies actually began to compete with each other for the most desirable fabric designs, and in the 30s, companies started to make logos that were printed with soluble ink so women could more easily remove the company's logo. This had to do with a slight embarrassment admitting to the economic hardship. Before the soluble inks, women had to soak the logo in gas or kerosene to remove them. In fact, it was documented by some feed store owners that women would come into stores and not request feed by brand or quality of chicken feed, but by the design on the bag and Mm -hmm. wanted to match a certain floral design for larger articles of clothing. I just thought that, I thought that was interesting in the interview as well. That was pretty cool. Knowing that, my life is
2: complete. These are chicken feed bags and not feet. I thought she said feet. (laughs) I thought so. so. But it makes more sense that they're chicken feed bags. It certainly does make more sense as feed because yeah. it,
0: it's not like chicken feet is an Italian delicacy. It's not no, really no, a thing. No. Maybe That's getting more your feedback of a
3: on doesn't have to do with eating. It means getting dressed to go out.
0: Wow, really getting your mm. feedback on. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> literally. Literally. Not figuratively. <laughs> All right, what do you got? All right, we got one more here. Uh, Big Rudy writes, I'm not crying. There's dust in my eye. <laughs> Thanks for the great interview with your mom, Dave. These types of interviews are the best in podcasting. As we get to know everyone on the show, it brings a whole new level to meet your mom. Spelled M-E-E-T, oh. by the way, not the other. Meet. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, also, thanks for inspiring me to go back and listen to one of my own podcasts where I interviewed both of my parents. I need to listen to that more often. Keep up the great work, gentlemen, and of course, keep up the banter. The after show turned out better than I thought it would this week. I think I have some friends who would really enjoy a 20 to 30 minute tutorial on how to cut light and smoke cigars, but I also have some friends who wouldn't. I guess that lands me right in the middle on those ideas. Thanks. Big Rudy from Washington State.
2: Big Rudy. Uh, Dave, I just want to say how impressed I am that you have a Cigar Journal Review cigar. You're multitasking here. Yes. Doing a review while you're doing the after show.
1: Uh, And you better get going, too. I'm I'm running a little late because I was away. You
2: were away, right. had, had none of yours. But I, here's I the finished mine already. Uh, we got till the 23rd, and there's only five. So the 23rd? June. June. Oh, thank God. They
3: gave us six weeks for, for five, five cigars. Sometimes we get 12 cigars, and we get three weeks. <laughs> yeah, Right.
2: So I'm going to get started tomorrow. All
3: right. Yeah, I didn't like any of them.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow, you didn't like it? I'll say we're different because I got my reviews here. I went from an 87, 88, 89, 90, and
0: a 92. Jeez, you're just throwing them out there, huh? a
1: 92. I think 89 might have been my highest. Really? I think you missed one of them. I'll talk to you off the air Mm -hmm. on that one. Uh, But next week on the Cigar Authority, Barry is not here. So we're celebrating and we're going to dissect cigars. We'll take them apart, show you the inside out and what's really inside a cigar. You might be surprised. No, you won't.
0: Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it.